Okay, so hello everyone. This is Milna from Young Voices Project, created by Global Shapers Helsinki Hub. Young Voices Project's goal is to give opportunity for young people to talk about topics that are interesting to them, share their knowledge, and to inspire you, my dear listener. In this series, we will cover topics from sustainability, personal development, to health tech, and AI. And today we're going to talk with Dimas Rotkin, a serial entrepreneur who is passionate about personal development, longevity, and coaching. So welcome. Thank you. And so he's a CEO of micro coaching company, Panda Training. I love the name. Uh, also CMO and co-founder of Growth Club. And also he does a PhD on self-organized organizations. So today I would love to hear a bit of the insights. How can you do so much and also get some uh, tips on how to be you know, productive and what daily habits to use. And then also he is reading a book a week. So stay tuned until the end. We're going to talk also a bit about what books to read for you too. Okay, so I would say let's start with uh, you telling us a bit more about your current situation working in so many different things and just how do you juggle all of that? Yeah, so um, currently, yeah, I mean, I think the introduction kind of covers it. So what you mentioned are the three things that I'm currently in love with. Um, so one is, is, a, is a startup that I've been working for the past four and a half years on. Uh, which is an, in B2B space where we, we make uh, business coaching 10 times cheaper and help companies with change management. Another one is a growth club where it's a lot about uh, creating peer-to-peer -peer communities of practice for entrepreneurs and helping entrepreneurs from all over the world to help each other. And then lastly, yes, I'm, I'm doing a PhD on uh, organizations that don't have managers, organizations that don't have leaders, where everyone is equal. And, and where people organize themselves. And um, yeah, I'm currently considering to get involved with longevity <laughs> um, and like aging research, as well as like trying to find a place on the, like a, as a board member in some company. Um, I am aware that this might be a bit much, <laughs> um, but I don't know, do you, do you want to go into the productivity right away or? Yeah, so maybe my question would be, you know, as you want to do so, so much, right? So how do you prioritize? And maybe you do have some special tools or how like, yeah, like what do you use to help you organize and actually be this, uh, this productive? Yeah, so in terms of prioritization, that's, that's really the key. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure if I can really give any tools on like how to do that. It's just, I think for me, it's just being aware of it. And, uh, and I'm always aware that, okay, out of my, you know, three things I'm involved with, one of them is number one, one of them is number two, and one of them is number three. So it's, it's kind of as simple as that. So, so being really clear what your priorities are, um, except that I would say that delegation is a big thing. I think like last year, the two biggest thing that like the, the best things that happened last year was <laughs> one that I, I got a personal assistant, um, because I realized, okay, I have this like a thousand euros per month that is left and I could either invest it or I could get a personal assistant. And I ended up deciding to get a personal assistant. It was amazing because, you know, suddenly I could do a lot more. More than that, I could outsource things that I don't like. So the things <laughs> I'm left with are the things that I actually want to do. Uh, so, so I actually feel more energy to do them. Um, so, so, and then the second thing was also hiring uh, more salespeople in, in Panda training. So that also freed up a lot of my time. So um, 
currently a lot of my work is around strategy. So kind of like deciding what to do and sort of what is the plan to get things done. And that doesn't take too much of your time. Like you can only think so much. At some point you need to decide and, and execute. And then if you're at a certain level, you can already get people who can help you execute or execute on your behalf, <laughs> which is even better. So, so that's kind of like um, some of those things. Um, and then I think in terms of like scheduling, I don't think I do anything special. I mean, I really, I just have Google Calendar and then I divide, I, you know, if something is fixed, like a meeting, then it's fixed, then it's a fixed time in the calendar. And if it's a task, then it's um, like a, it's a, an event for the whole day. So in Google Calendar, you can do those, you know, and I, I have mm -hmm. like, you know, 10 per day or something where it's like, it's something that I can do anytime. And then I can, you know, juggle them around. So if I see like, okay, I'm too late, I can move, you know, that task a week further and because I'm like, okay, I don't have enough time right now. But I don't really, I know that some people, like if they have a task, they put it like they schedule it on a certain time. I, I don't really do that. I rather just, you know, with tasks that I can do anytime, I just prioritize them and then like, okay, you know, start with the most important one. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually talking about like maybe a free tools and what you can you know, do with, with the schedules. I heard one myself that is pretty interesting. So that every morning you sit down and you write five tasks. Right. It can be, you know, small, it can be big that you have to do Every, like that you have to do that day and then you can't go to sleep before you actually achieve that so imagine the best part is that you no know, every day you achieve five little things so when it compounds it you eventually you know really achieve a lot because now i'm kind of thinking you know when i was a student and so on it's like okay there's actually a lot of things that i myself have to do and you can't really delegate you know those things so uh, yeah i think it's a good thing to uh, you know, make it in a small bite and just kind of go and actually actually do it. So yeah, this could be also one uh, one of the tools. Okay, but that's uh, that's really interesting. Thanks. So uh, my next question would be: so as you are in a kind of coaching business, so why do you think that personal development and coaching and all in all lifelong learning is important for everyone and especially the the young generation? Because I remember when I was in university, I thought, okay, I'm done with this and I will never study anything again and then probably after six months i realized that wow i still want to learn a lot because what uh life actually requires from you it's uh, not always the same that you actually learn at school or or at uni so um yeah what do you have to tell about this i mean there is a point that you just made so that's valid but beyond that i think about it in very simple terms i think that um the world right now is shaped by people by mm -hmm. humanity so if you want to improve the world, you need to improve the people. So whatever problems we have, whether that's climate change or whether that's, um, I don't know, uh, ethics of AI or, or anything like, uh, you know, vaccines, it, it all comes down, you know, we can't control, um, well, things that we can't control, but we can control ourselves to a certain extent. So it's all about, you know, um, developing people, making them more self-aware, making them more conscious of how they live life um and that's basically education and that's basically personal development that's self-awareness so that's basically how i think about it and i yeah that that's i, I and i think the education is the cornerstone of our culture essentially so yeah it's as simple as that um i think mandela said that as well that <laughs> education is the the tool to improve the world uh-huh. Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree on that. And I really like that you said that awareness is the key because we can never change things that we are not aware of. So yeah, definitely the tip for 
for everyone listening is first to be aware of what you want to change or what you want to learn because yeah when you learn you know the, the more you think the more things you know the more things you don't know that you don't really know right so uh talking about this you know always improving and always developing yourself so what kind of uh, daily habits uh would you recommend to to introduce for anyone that would like to elevate their life or and then you can also add what habits do you have that you can't live uh without so yeah well i think i think those would be the same right so the habits that i can't live without would also yeah. be the <laughs> habits that i would recommend okay so um so first of all, health. So on the health side, um, I would say that um, everyone knows that there's three things, really, uh, three basic components. You need to eat well, you need to sleep well, and you need to do sports. It's like everyone knows that. But yeah, like actually getting that done is a different thing. And well, I hope that this podcast would be your reminder. If you've been looking for a sign, this is it. <laughs> eat well, sleep well, and, exactly. and exercise. Um and, and as part of exercise, um, at least for me, yoga re works really well. Um, I tried meditation, but it doesn't stick for me. I don't know. I, I keep trying. Um, I love the retreats, but um, but yoga is the thing I do. Um, so so that, that works for me. Um, and then the last one probably would be reading. Um, so just, just again, from the perspective of education and learning and developing at least i think there's many ways you can you can do podcasts you can you know but i think books still provide the best value <laughs> i mean that's just my opinion obviously but yeah so i, I find it the most kind of like I, I do podcasts as well but i, I find books the most uh, like best uh, value for time and and usually very focused and and a person has done a you know uh, a certain amount of research or thinking about it um so it's very condensed and yeah so so i would i would go for books um and, and reading um yeah okay that's uh, that's very good tips and uh, like i definitely agree with you with the you know eat well and sleep well and exercise and i guess the most important thing is to actually find what works you know for each person exactly. so uh, yeah. yeah like and i guess in this sense the best way is to actually go and try do totally. many different things because uh, yeah like i guess swimming is also a great thing or yeah just going to the gym i mean i do zumba but also for example um like from my side what would be the 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 habit that i adopted last year is to meditate every night 10 minutes nice. before sleep and it's literally no matter what if i'm traveling i still like okay i you know i'm super tired but i know that if i will spend 10 minutes on meditation i will actually have way better sleep but then again, you have to, you know, find it what works for you because some other people, they do that in the morning and then a whole day, you know, is elevated. So, yeah, sometimes just to find 10 minutes, uh, you know, in the evening or both, you know, it can actually elevate your sleep and then your day. So I would definitely suggest uh, for people to just, you know, try like three days and uh, like, you know, starting any habit. I think it's also very important to start small because like I know a lot of people that they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna start, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. It's like, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't work because when you think like, oh my God, 30 minutes is such a long time. Like I just don't have that. But then when you think, oh, five, oh yeah, of course I have five minutes before going to sleep, isn't it? Right, so um, yeah, but then also you mentioned about the, the books. So as I said that, um, yeah, that you read a lot. So maybe we can start uh, talking about the, the reading part. So uh, first of all, how do you manage to read a book in a week this is insane for probably most of the the listeners so please share <laughs> um yeah um so um there's really i think 
three tips. Um, um, so first of all, uh, audiobooks. So for a while, and you, you mentioned Jim, by the way, so that's maybe a side side uh, sidetrack. But uh, I, for a while, I thought I'm not a gym person, and then this autumn I started going, and it's it's amazing. So <laughs> for everyone who thinks they're not a gym person, like um, try it and and uh, try to also like just go for something simple because you go for go for a simple set of exercises. But back to the topic. So I also was thinking that I'm not an audiobook person that I I wouldn't listen and you know. Um, and then uh, the second tip would be what I tried, speed them up. So for example, if you use Audible and there's many services, so I'm not, you know, um, there's even, I've heard Libby, which is actually free. So you connect with your library card and then you can get audiobooks for free. Wow. Um, and um, yeah, so depending where you live and if your library has audiobooks, but many do nowadays, especially if you live somewhere like Helsinki. Um, so, and um speed them up because so it feels like if you speed it up that you would it would be harder to concentrate but for me it was the opposite effect that once i sped the books up it actually was harder it was easier to concentrate because suddenly uh, i wasn't bored anymore because mm -hmm. there was so much information coming in so i had to focus on it in order not to lose the track and i wasn't thinking anymore as much i wasn't getting distracted as much so that's the second uh, you know tip try like 2x speed 3x speed um, and then finally, and that also makes you read fast, basically, <laughs> uh, I would never be able to read like paper books or, um, like Kindle books as fast, like just, I think it's impossible. And then, um, finally, uh, drop books you don't like. So we tend to, at least, I mean, for me as well, it was the case that you think that if you start a book, you have to finish it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of books are just boring and it's not, you know, it might be about where you are in life. It might be about the way the book is written. So just recognize that it's boring for you and drop it and pick up the next one. Because what's going to happen is that if you don't drop it, you're going to get stuck because you would feel like, okay, I have to do it. But at the same time, you don't like it. So there is this, you know, like kind of like clash of desires mm -hmm. and then you don't move forward. So it has to make, make things easy for yourself. So that, that would be, that's basically how I, I read a lot. I don't read, I listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that's the key. Yes. Like to, to actually listen. Wow, but this is uh, this is interesting. So how do you... Uh, oh yeah, another thing I wanted to ask is about the... Do you take notes? Because uh, mm. at least for me, like if you get so much information at the same time, how do you remember that? Or yeah, so do you take notes or you just have a super memory? <laughs> so on Kindle, of course, it's super easy to take notes and I do take notes. Um, with paper books, it's a bit more difficult. You have to like write it down. Um, and then with audiobooks, um, I do write down like the main, like sort of like part of the quote, and then I Google it later. Hmm. But I, I take notes less and less these days. So I was, I used to take a lot of notes because I was writing a part of the kind of way for myself to commit myself to reading a book per week initially was that I was writing book reviews every week. So I was like, okay, I have to publish a book <laughs> review. So I have to read and I have to take notes in order to publish a book review because it was like a kind of review of quotes in many ways. So um, yeah, but nowadays I'm more focusing on like things that are either really surprising or, you know, and, and I kind of think that if you don't remember something, it wasn't that important. And if, uh, and if it was important, then it's going to stick with you. So, so I do take notes really rarely and mostly more like if it's something I have to do right away. So if, if I read something and then it gives me an idea and then I just write it as a to-do thing. Okay. But um, 
yeah, but it's still, or sometimes if it's like really impressive, um, then I would write it down. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's really nice. So yeah, about the the book reviews, definitely I was uh, following you on on LinkedIn, and I definitely got some uh, some insights and like wow, because I guess uh, one way to choose a book is really to read a review of a person that I you... do that often. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So where do you read these reviews? Is like on you Google, Google it, um, you know, whatever the name, nineteen eighty four um, book review or book summary. Those are two two keywords. Okay, but then if you don't know which book you want to read, so how do you find like do you go like to the Goodreads oh, and then well, just that, like that really depends. Um so I mean yeah, you can ask friends for recommendations, you can Google for on a topic, like if you know that you want to develop in, in you know marketing skills, you Google for you know best ten books ever on, on marketing. Um so there are many ways. Um yeah. Um yeah. I, I don't know if I have anything genius there to say, but <laughs> just, um, yeah, Google around. Okay, yeah, or ask, uh, ask, ask a person. Yeah. Exactly, that reads yeah. a lot. So in the sense is you. So which uh, three books would you recommend to, to our listeners that would be like a must, must read? Um, so um, we talked about habits and I, I realized that maybe I would recommend a book on that, uh, which is called Atomic Habits. So that was the book that got me started. Before I was also like, I'm not a habit person. <laughs> um, one of the things that book says is that habits are a lot about identity and, and thinking, are you a reading person? Um, so really amazing book. Uh, and I mean, one of the core ideas there is that you need to make things simple or easy for yourself. Uh, then you're gonna start with doing them. Um, so it's about like really decluttering and, and taking obstacles out of the way. Um, then I would recommend From Fiction 1984 uh, by Orwell. So that's probably one of my favorite, if not the favorite. So it's like, if you haven't read it, then um, now is the time. 2021 is a great timing to read 1984. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, that's that one. And then lastly is a bit more niche and you can't actually find it in audio, I think. It's called The Listening Society by Hansi Freinacht. Um, so that's... Um, a book about how to build a world uh, taking into account that the best thing we can do is develop people. So it takes that, okay, in order to improve the world, we need to develop people. And then it builds a case of how to practically do that and 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 why and, and kind of explores that topic. So that's probably my favorite book from the past few years that I've read. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of pushing my own agenda there, but I, I think everyone would benefit from reading it. For sure. Wow. Okay. So the Atomic Habits by James Clear, and yeah. then uh, 1984 by the Orwell, and then the, the Listening Society, right? By Hansi Freinacht. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, like I already read two of these, so <laughs> yeah. The, You're the, in a good way <laughs> track. <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, I think anyone would would benefit from these, and uh, yeah, I guess just this is you know I think the the also good way to start you know the atomic habits is very easy to read and then you know like the reading can become your new habit because again starting with 10 minutes every single day every you know the key is to do uh things consistently so it's way better to do you know every day for 10 minutes than once a week for an hour because it will be kind of harder to, to actually find that one hour one small point uh, also is that, I mean, yeah, since you mentioned you already read two of the three, so I kind of went for the most, like, you know, maybe mainstream ones except okay. one. Mm -hmm. So if you want to go go for more, um, you can go to my LinkedIn profile and there's an article that is linked, which is my favorite books from 2019, 2020. And that has like 20 
breaking books basically so you can you can check that out as well okay that's a thanks for for a good if, tip if you're hungry for more <laughs> yeah okay i definitely will do that and uh, yeah we will add the your linkedin profile to the uh, yeah. podcast uh, everything's yeah. there summary so you can you can find more and yeah also ask dima for you know other tips or so okay so um thanks about this one so um uh coming back more maybe about uh, what kind of tips you can give for uh for young generations so what like if you would have um a chance to actually talk with yourself when let's say you were 20 or 22 mm. Mm. Uh, what tip would you give yourself like how to i know just what tip you would give not only about how to be productive or how to live a better life but just like the lessons that you learn now and uh, that you'll be like oh i wish i knew this or that yeah so i think the first one would be i would go for two so mm -hmm. first one would be thinking about what is important um people often I think the often the advice nowadays is think about your values and what's important to you. So I think that's a good thing to do, definitely. So do that. Um, I would go a step beyond that as well and think about what do you think is important for the world and like what's what's actually happening. And just simply because even for selfish reasons, if you want to live a good life, uh, you know, you need to make sure the world doesn't go down. Um, sure. so otherwise it would be hard to live a good life. So, so it might be, you know, good to align, you know, what you do for yourself with what might also be helpful for, for the world. And that's something like at least before like 19 or 18, I think I haven't had a single thought on that, uh, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. And I, I think it's really important. Um, so yeah. Um, and, but it's never too late to start as you see. <laughs> and then, um, the second tip would be, um, around uh, just keep in mind that um, you try to improve just uh, whatever it is just try to get better um, and I don't think it's about like necessarily even pushing yourself I mean you do need to have patience as well around it but just um, just see that as a good thing because um, see see I think there is this cliche of like growth mindset and, and fixed mindset um, sort of thinking um, of like you know uh, see that you can improve and and do seek improvement and and even if things don't happen right away i mean it, things take time but like um if you keep trying you're gonna succeed over time just because you know uh, there's so many so many chances um to take so yeah mm, yeah that's actually a, a great one so i really like the saying that practice makes progress because the whole point i guess in life is to evolve and progress because i remember before i was like you know it's all or nothing right it's like oh you're great or you're no one but actually there's so much in between so i guess that a good tip also is to uh you know try to do at least one thing to improve every single day and then also to kind of accept yourself and uh be you know be authentic because the best thing is like yeah like you are here for the reason right and if you're trying just to be like oh yeah i heard this way would be the best but maybe it's best for someone else but not for you and then also uh what really changed my kind of seeing like the way i see life is that it's okay to you know be where you are now because where you are it's not your end destination because a lot of times like oh if i'm not where i want like you know when you find out where i want to be and that's like oh but i'm not there what to do and it's like it's okay so just kind of appreciate where you have but then always have you know kind of the second eye on the future and the goal and then 
every day uh, do the actions to actually go towards that. So this is, you know, reading the atomic habits would definitely help on, on that too. So yeah, awareness and uh, start uh, start small. Cool, but that's uh, that's very, very nice uh, tip. So thanks about that. And then um, like maybe the last question would be about your motivation and inspiration. So um, yeah, when you said that uh, how to, you know, do the the actions like make it very simple and easy and kind of declutter, you know, not only your, your space, but also your mind, like, and, and the focus. Uh, but still, I know that uh, sometimes when you have a lot on your plate or when you're like a student or just start, uh, you know, whatever job and it's a lot of things that, you know, you kind of have to do. So of course, when you're an entrepreneur and you're kind of your own boss, maybe it's a bit uh, easier to be like, ah, oh, no, I don't like this. And that's it. But you know, in different stages of life, there are areas that are like, oh, yeah, if you want to move forward, you have to do it. So how to find motivation uh, when you think like when you don't see maybe a purpose um, in what you're doing? Then yeah, might be a bit tougher. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, great question. Um... Well, I mean, my, my first, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, don't do things that don't have purpose. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, um, there's different situations in life for sure. Like sometimes you just need to, you know, get the breath home. Sometimes you need to get through that course that gives you a certain grade for something else. Um, but I think that, uh, we often do limit ourselves in terms of like, what are the possibilities? Um, so I would, I would really think like hard and, and be like, and, and, and do your best to like align yourself and, and. You can do it in small ways. Like even if you go through a course that is um, like really not like giving you anything, then I mean, if you're writing an essay, you really have a lot of freedom of what to write about, mm -hmm. and you could make it a meaningful essay, and then you could use it for your blog post as well, and just repost the same essay, and, and kind of like, and then suddenly it's meaningful because you're sharing it, and then you're actually like, okay, even if you know that the teacher is not going to read it, you can you know post it on your blog, and suddenly a lot of people will read it, or or some people will read it, at least some. You know, and, and then, you know, yeah, so, so that's um, also about, I guess, being creative and, and seeing more possibilities. But generally, I mean, back to what I said, like, think about what's important. And I mean, sometimes it's also a good idea to quit. I mean, I think that many people are, um, you know, unhappy because they're stuck somewhere mm -hmm. that they don't like um, and afraid of the unknown. Um, but quite often the unknown is not as scary as we think it is, especially in like Western world. Like if you live in Western Europe, North America, like you're fine. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're fine. Like, even if you're like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you're like most probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> it means that you have quite a lot of freedom that you don't realize you have actually of, of doing things like, like the world is not going to down, going to go down if you, you know, quit a job and then you only have like one month of money like there's different ways to spend that money and yeah so um yeah th those would be some things that that come to my mind um yeah and then i think yeah just keeping in mind also like yeah, again with the purpose like even if you're doing something that is not meaningful now i do also think do things that are not necessarily all that fun mm. but then it's also about just um um being aware of the end goal so then you know that you're doing it for something else that comes in the future. So then mm -hmm. not just that you're like, I'm stuck and I'm not going anywhere. Well, that's 
bad place to be. Of course, you are not motivated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think it's very important uh, to kind of stop and understand your end goals, as you say, because if you know that, okay, now I'm going to pass through this month that is just, you know, annoying, but you know that end goal is amazing, then uh, it should really be that. But then I really hear your tip about understanding that, hey, if this is what you don't like, just quit because eventually you will be okay. I mean, when you look at the past, I'm sure that every single person passed through some time that you thought like, oh my God, I'm not passing it. And then you did and you are going to be okay. So uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for the call. And I would really like to uh, leave um, everyone with the thought that no matter where you are, no matter where you're going, you're going to be okay. So just be brave and uh, yeah, start taking action uh, today, right? So yeah, thank you, Dima, so, so much. It was really interesting. And uh, yeah, everyone, uh, we really hope that you enjoyed the episode and stay tuned for the future ones because our podcast and articles from Helsinki Global Shapers Hub are coming twice every month. So Thank you for an insightful talk and bye for now. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Bye.